Welcome to My Creative Corner 3, a podcast about quilting, creativity, and life in a northern town. Feel free to leave comments on the show notes at mycreativecorner3.wordpress.com and let's keep the conversation going online. My name is Vicki and welcome to the podcast. I want to entitle the name of this podcast as three, two, one, the final countdown. I am in the last countdown of the week to my vacation is next week. And then I'm very excited. We're counting down to the youngest wedding. My son is getting married on August I think it's 18th. I'm terrible, aren't I? I don't have the date memorized. And, you know, during the last couple of months, I haven't been asked to do much as mother of the groom, except, you know, get some clothes and things like that, which I have stressed out over. But I think currently I have my complete outfit. I am happy with all of the pieces that I have to wear. I found a cute little set of pearl drop earrings with little sparkle on them that was on sale when I went to Kohl's last week to go with the pear shape um, cubic zirconia. I might wear that or I have a blue sapphire with diamonds um, to go with the dress but it's kind of of a gray blue gray color so I'm going to see what looks best and get the opinion of a couple of people in the wedding party and then we'll go from there. Overall, the themes are going to be very pretty. Um, Grooms, men are wearing gray tuxedos, and I'm not 100% sure of the colors, but I know she loves succulents, and they have been the theme of a lot of things. So I think we're going to lean toward that. It'll be the big reveal and a big surprise. So, you know, in the countdown, I wound up doing... um, four macrame wall hangings for the bridesmaids. And I also made a quilted bag for the maid of honor for also for college graduation. Um, She's going to the same school that her sister is, who is the bride and my son, the groom. And it's Grand Valley State University. Their colors are blue, black, and white. So I made a purse with about a yard of fabric on the back, backing part. It's a quilted purse. The front, then I made a checkerboard with an offset eight-pointed star. Then I sewed another half-yard piece to that. So when I you fold it in half, then you have the front and the back. Well, of course, you know, I quilted it up. It looked great. Did swirls, all kinds of swirls, little ribbon candy and the white border at the top. And I couldn't get my serger to work. And it's always a pain. Oh, sergers. It's like, is it really worth the amount of money to get a air threader? Because I don't use a serger that much, but it's like when you need it, you want it and you want it to work. So the edges are not finished exactly the way I would like. I just went ahead and used a straight stitch and I sewed the ends and I boxed the bottom. But the problem is, you know, there's a little bit of raw exposed edge. So I pinked them all. And the finishing on the inside, I could have lined it, but I wanted the quilting to show through. And if I had been a professional person, I would have lined the bag with another piece of fabric, but I didn't have any more black. And essentially, what can I say? 
I ran out of time and I thought this would be a great, it's really big. It's a really big oversized bag with long straps and that way she can put um, clothing or costumes because she does a, a lot of um, Disney princess things and dance so she could use it and if she doesn't like the bag she can give it back to me and I'll use it for football games when we go this fall. <laughs> I always make things for myself and you know that I've talked about that. So the other things on the countdown to the wedding is I did the four macrame wall hanging. So after the experiment on the macrame that I did for myself I tried thinner cord and then I dip dyed using the directions on the writ dye. So what I found is for a modern look, that chunky, big chunky textural looks better. So I went with the big chunky yarn cord at Hobby Lobby and it says macrame cord and I didn't save the wrapper but I'll have to measure it at some point. Um, but I think it's like a quarter inch cording. And then I did a version, a small version of the macrame wall hanging that I made for the the bride, for her bride, um, bridal shower. And I did happen to see a version of this on Pinterest, but it was really quite simple um, for me because I've done macrame before and it had no advanced knots in it. I believe what I'm going to do is, because this is my own version of this, and I'm going to write a pattern up for it for the fall edition of Our Creative Souls magazine when I get it published. And it will be available in the shop on my blog, which is mycreativecorner3.wordpress.com. So it really worked out quite well with the big chunky um, cord and I took a dowel and it's as a you know a standard dowel you buy at um, your big box um, store like Home Depot or Lowe's and I cut it into four pieces and then once it you know I cast on and I made it I was pleased I trimmed the bottom so they're not exactly even because some are, are shorter and some are a little longer and I like that boho look I did not follow the directions. I knew that I needed to do the elements of the directions on Brit Dye, which is a little bit of soap and salt. I mixed it all up and it was really, really, really strong in the color. And so when I dip dyed it, I thought I'm going to have to leave these sit for a long time. Oh no, because it was a navy. When I dipped it, it looked almost black. Like, oh man, it's really absorbing this color. So I dipped the tips, left them in longer, and then I dunked them up to the height that I wanted the dye to be. Let them sit for a little bit of time. Not a real long time. I was thinking I was gonna have to leave them in there for an hour. Oh no, it was really a few minutes. Then I took them out, rinsed them, and then I also had a bottle of retain and I think that um, helps to keep the dye from running all over the place kind of sets the dye so um, I didn't buy the RIT dye setting whatever it was I figured it was either retain or synthropol so since I had an old bottle that had to get used up I put that in a bucket and I swished them all around after I rinsed the dye until it was clear and I am very pleased. It said it was a navy color, but it really turned out more purple. Well, wasn't that a convenient 
little serendipitous mistake because I have a sneaky suspicion that there may be some purple in this wedding. So it all worked out well. I've been busy doing those dip dyes and the making the quilted handbag, which is really a humongous tote bag. And if so big, even my husband said, whoa, that's big. But the girl's very tall. So I mean, the straps can be shortened and it's really designed to hold large, light, fluffy things, not to put a laptop or books in it. And I'll tell her that when I, when I gift it to her. You know, those are the things that I've been working on the most. Um, this is going to be kind of a general update for myself as the countdown to the wedding continues. This week, I didn't want to start any big projects and I didn't want to. I had done all of the things that I had needed to do for the wedding. Everybody got their tuxedos measured, um, clothing bought, all the little last minute things like belts and sashes and earrings and all that for everybody has been purchased. So I'm really focused now on finishing projects. So I needed to photograph um, a couple of quilts that are going in Make Modern in the fall. So the one um, I went to the Lake Huron Beach and that turned out quite well. Um, I had the feet photoshopped out of it and it looks like the lake is in the background and the beach is there it's kind of floating I think it's going to be okay um, I'm going to submit several other pictures too just so that they have a you know a variety of pictures to look at and the other quilt I'm looking at has a um, bar theme to it so I've taken pictures of it outside I've taken pictures of it at my house I don't like any of the photos I absolutely hate the binding that I did on it so I'm redoing the binding I'm going to try to salvage the binding that's on it because I don't have any more of that fabric I double batted this uh, quilt so that the stitching would really pop out for this photo and the quilting looks great. I'm really proud of it. The binding looks horrible and detracts from the picture. So I think if I take my time and rework it, I will be fine. And I happened to go to one of my favorite restaurants that has a bar in it and they have a fabulous wood wall with um, multi-colors on it. I think it will make a good background. So I'm going to try to get some photos of that. But you know... Photography, I enjoy doing, but when you're under the gun, like anything else, for everyone's eye to be scrutinizing the picture, I really get nervous because I don't have a fancy camera and the fanciness I have comes from um, post editing and um, using my phone, but I have a few family members that do have fancy cameras, so we'll see what we can come up with. So those are the wrapping up things. Now, the things that I also have been thinking about starting in probably September is I have seen several people doing the dot mandalas and they're using acrylic paint. I have lots of paper and I have Zentangle tiles for tiny ones and I thought this might even be a better Zen project than Zentangle. You basically draw some pencil guidelines for a circle and then you do dots, just strictly dots. And I thought it could be so meditative, the deep breathing and relaxing moment. Um, my hand might be steady, it might not. But I found a $15 kit and I talked to my 
um, friend online, um, Andy at the Red Hen Quilt Shop. She does um, all beautiful dot mandelas and she's putting them on her Facebook page and she's really been inspiring to me because I'm her Pinterest friend too and looking at all the gorgeous, gorgeous inspirational things that people are putting. So I'm excited about that as a new thing that I may be able to include in the magazine or um, just as an inspirational photo. Um, I, You know, I've been excited about this. I really have a hope that between October and November that I can get this published and it's going to be a little independent magazine that my sister and I are going to have some collaborative ideas in it. Um, a couple little short articles, a couple inspirational photos, and I want to have four patterns in it. It's going to be a zine, which is an independent magazine and mine is going to be smaller and I believe the price point is going to be five dollars. I thought what a great deal five dollars you could get four patterns and a couple of little um, editorial things and I want to do this quarterly. I think that it would be one of those multi-craft publications. I might have some quilting things in it from time to time but I really miss those. I miss the variety shows of the 70s and I miss the shows that were on DIY and my favorite person who had a great show was Carol Duvall and if you're old enough to remember her, God bless you because you and I are probably from the same generation. I love the inspiration. Um, the other person who I think is very inspiring for this idea is um, Frank who was on um, Eileen Crafts on the DIY channel I think years ago. He also is the Frank of Trading Spaces if you're familiar with that show. So that's um, the things that I've been working on. And a lot of it is brain um, ideas of churning around and trying to bring them out on paper as they swirl around in my mind. But the dip dot, I think uh, Mandela's might help me as I solidify some of these ideas into like real ideas instead of fleeting thoughts and put them down on paper. Don't think that I'm not quilting though, please. I've got four three quilts started, a fourth one that must be done. That's a deadline quilt that's going in a different magazine. I've entered several contests and I'm really, 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 did I say really hoping I get a nod to go to QuiltCon this year? I'm still um, going to bring that out in September and really put that as my day-to-day um, -day primary 15 minutes of play because it's improv and then the other quilts will be as I go. The one thing I haven't been doing much in the last month is long arming. So I think I'm going to load a couple of quilts because currently I don't have any customer quilts and I don't know that I want to take on a ton for Christmas. I might take a few from my friends but I've got a lot of things I want to do myself and I'll tell you the other reason why I don't want to take a lot of customer quilts in a second. Um, I want to really perfect a few um, stitches on some practice quilts that I have caught up everything. Um, so I have a few that are for charity work. And one is Quilts for Cure, who you know is, um, I'm on the board and I'm a big supporter of getting quilts to children with cancer. Please contact us if you know of a child who needs a quilt. We have a couple ready, as well as if you want to be part of it, you can go to the website quiltsforcure.org. 
So I'll be doing that and practicing up on my free motion that's going to go on my modern row quilt. Don't want to give too much away in case it actually makes it to quilt con. Um, I have given a few sneaky peeks, but I'm not going to give any more because I'm really, really excited about this uh, improv. And there's a huge backstory in my brain and I think that's why this has got some of the best work that I've ever done so I'm pretty darn excited about it so um that will be the next now what else have I been doing um, I've been doing a lot of behind the scenes work I've been doing behind the scenes at Quilt for Cure um, we had a couple meetings and we're really excited about um, connecting to children and moving forward with next year's block drive and making connections with um, hospitals and groups that partner with us and making sure the quilts get to the proper destinations. I've also done something y'all are going to be shocked and I said y'all did you notice that where did that come from hmm. all the people I know who are from the south maybe <laughs> um, on committees I'm on a committee for the modern quilt guild what crickets chirping you know I have a hard time joining things I've been a member of the modern quilt guild off and on for a couple of years and a lot of it I'm going to be honest is because I wanted to um, get a quilt into QuiltCon and it's one of those things if you're a member then there's webinars that you can watch and there's free patterns and man you know there's a magazine you can buy but there's online newsletters that's what I was looking for and it helps me keep the pulse on you know what this guild is up to what kinds of things are trending who's who in the modern um modern aesthetic I guess and I do like improv it's not everything I do and it's not the only thing I do but I enjoy it and I like the modern look I mean I'm going more and more um, clean fresh lines and modern for my house too but I'm on a committee to help improve the experience of people who are individual members or online members. I'm an individual member. People who are not part of a guild that is a modern quilt guild endorsed guild face-to-face -face, real people um it's for people like me i mean i don't even know anybody else up here who is a member of the modern quilt guild i think i'm three hours away from the nearest face-to-face -face guild and so we've been really um working on ideas to improve that relationship that people have as an individual member with not only the guild but maybe in reaching out and finding each other so stay tuned there may be some things that are happening that could be lots of fun for people who are individual members of the modern quilt guild and if you're not a member you know it's not that much money every year it's thirty dollars and i thought for thirty dollars i've listened to two or i've had time to listen to only two or three webinars in the last year but if I were to take a class, it would cost way more than $30 to attend. And I don't have time to drive all over because in here where I live, you got to drive at least an hour to two hours one way to get to any event. And the other thing is it's um, whenever I have time. So if it's at midnight or six o'clock in the morning, I can listen to the replay of these things. And their website's getting a big revamp. So I'm hoping that it's much easier to navigate because it's a pretty website, but it's currently, but it's, it's not the easiest for me to navigate. And I think that um, that will be rolling out soon too. So I'm very excited about the things that I have been part of behind the scenes. And maybe you want to check out them. 
um, they're really quite fun to look through all those galleries and to look through the webinars. If you're a member of the Modern Quilt Guild, if you're not a member, your access is pretty limited to seeing a lot of things on the website, but there still are some things you can look at and get an idea of what it's all about. So that's where I'm at, but there's something big happening in my life and I think it's going to unexpectedly start in the next couple of weeks. Um, I lived in my 100-year-old house for 17 or 18 years, I don't know, in that ballpark. And it's old, and it has had a bathroom that is the a shrine to the late 60s. Um, it works. It doesn't leak. It's just worn out. And that's been on my list of remodels since we moved in. But every time we go to do a remodel, um, something else happens, like the plumbing or, um, yeah, what else happened? It's usually plumbing. It's usually, uh, we did remodel the kitchen, which was the easy remodel. Just needed to uh, move a couple cabinets and take wallpaper off. And we got a couple of appliances 17 or 15 years ago. However, I want to move the washer and dryer up from the Michigan basement. Remember, it has a cellar entrance. So I have to go out on a back landing which used to be outside that they covered and then go down you know the old cement um, stairs that were actually storm cellar stairs at one time and they're very awful they're very deep and I physically am finding it hard so that was a project that was going to come before the bathroom too and I was very disappointed but I can't risk a fall and I just feel bad because I know uh, my friend Quilton Jenny recently um, hurt herself on a stair and um, that's my biggest fear so wish her well she's doing she's getting better so we're wishing you well Jenny um, the other thing is that it started raining this summer you know where this is going yeah our roof, which is very old, very, very, very old, probably 30 plus years old, decided to become a sieve and it's leaking. Well, all that to say, it took a lot of um, investigating, creative, looking at how we are going to do things. Um, we've been working very hard at um, reducing our overall debt and we've paid off a whole bunch of debt and oh boy, we're going to do all of it. The roof will be done in a couple weeks. The bathroom will start this fall. I've been looking at fixtures for years. Now it's for real. It's not a dream. I got to make some decisions, which I have. I really like the IKEA little bathroom because um, my house is small. There's a little tiny square. Um, it's actually rectangular shaped sink with a small dark wood cabinet underneath and some light fixtures those the, really the fixtures there are only a couple things in the bathroom I am might even if I'm careful be able to get a new dishwasher because mine's dying and I'm hoping that the roof doesn't leak by winter and I'm doing laundry on the main floor so I don't want to start too much stuff if there's going to be a lot of dust and ick going on because dust and quilts and um, all that doesn't always work and I'm I've got what, like I said, the one quilt is a deadline. The rest can wait and I can bag them up and let them not get dusty. Um, the person that I'm hiring is very good at that. So, you know, I'm just in the midst of chaos. I can't be creating very much. I don't know about you, but I can't. 
So I'm going to end this with my exciting project that I've been waiting for so long to get this house remodeled um, in the bathroom and the roof and stuff. So I think we are planning to have it all set so that it will be available and livable. So one day when I retire, the house will be ready. And if I do decide to move, these projects had to be do, done anyway. You know, you have to do maintenance on them or the house will fall down around your ears, as my grandma used to say. So I want to encourage you to be creative. Try new things. I'm going to try the dip dots in the paints. You know, I'm going to live dangerously and have paint in my house. However, I'm going to be careful it doesn't get on my new carpet. <laughs> and quilt on everyone. <laughs>